Good morning and welcome to Praying the Psalms, a daily podcast from Doxa Church in Madison, Wisconsin. As the church finds itself isolated from one another physically, we are reading, studying, and praying the Psalms together each morning as a way to join ourselves together spiritually. We want to slow down, get a bigger picture of God and a clearer picture of ourselves, but most of all, we want to join ourselves together around the throne of the one who has joined himself to us. So if you haven't already, pull out a Bible and spend some time in Psalm 50. As we get into this, here's the question that I want to ask you today. What does God want from us? I mean, have you thought about that? I'm going to just ask you to think about that right now. What does God want from us? And if you spent some time in this psalm today, you, you heard it from God himself through his word to us today. But the truth is, you know, God doesn't want just like us to just sing songs, right? Although that's, that's good. That's fine. He doesn't want us to even just to, to pray. That's also good and fine as well. He doesn't want us to just simply like attend church and, and go to church functions and all of that. What he wants first is a thankful heart. Right, this is what he seeks, a, a thankful heart. I mean, this is what this, this psalm is, is showing us. We, we see this in verse 23, where it says, the one who offers thanksgiving as his sacrifice glorifies me. And what we see through this psalm is that thanksgiving, which glorifies God, is, is not just an external thing that we do, but it's a gratitude felt in our heart. And that's the only kind of sacrifice that this psalm says pleases God. That I think about it like, like this, kind of, it made me think about how we can make ourselves, and we can even make our kids say thank you, whether we feel it or not, right? Like, like I could say thank you, but not really mean it, although it seems like I do. And the truth is, as I was reading this, I think many people do this with God. I mean, all of us, like at some point, probably do this with God. This is what the Psalm 50 is highlighting to us, that we, we can find ourselves in kind of the, the rut of religion and, and we know what we should say. And so we say it, even if we don't feel it or even really even believe it. And, and this is a dangerous place because this is the very thing that Jesus warns us against in Matthew 15 when he says, these people, like, they honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me, and, they, and in vain do they worship me. And so in Psalm 50, what we have is really just a, a courtroom scene which shows us this reality and, and serves as a type of, of warning for us, a, a warning from really just a, a loving father who, who loves to give and who loves to rescue his kids. But in this courtroom scene, like the roof of the courtroom is heaven above and the floor is like everything in the earth below. And God himself is, is sitting on the bench as judge. I mean, this is how the Psalm opens. Verse one says the mighty one of God, the mighty one. God the Lord. Now we ask the question, okay, well, who is this God? Verse six tells us that, that God himself is judge. And we get this picture in verse five that as God is, is reigning and ruling as judge, he calls his people to the courtroom bench and he says in verse seven, here's what I have against you. And what we see in verses eight through 13 is, in, is this judge, God is, is saying, I don't rebuke you for any of your sacrifices that you, you give, because you're, you're continually giving burnt offerings to me and, and you're sacrificing so much. Okay, so these, these people are, are really good at doing the, the religion thing, right? They, they know what they're supposed to do and they, they do it. And God says to them, that, that's fine and, and that's good, but, but here's what I have against you. And, and God, in essence, really just says the sacrifices that you're giving, you give with the wrong mindset. You give with the wrong motive. 
that these people were giving to God with the, the mindset that God somehow needed their sacrifices, that, that they were giving these sacrifices a way to kind of like bribe or satisfy God, even though they, they didn't really like maybe even love him or even walking in his ways. It wasn't coming. Their giving, their sacrifice wasn't coming from a, a place of true, passionate love for him in their heart. And God says, I don't need your sacrifice. Like all the earth is mine. Like I, I made it. And so what God is saying to his people, and this is what I was thinking today, is he's basically saying, it's, it's great that you're singing songs, and it's great that you're, you're going to church and, and you're praying, but I want, what I want you to know is, is that's not what I want from you. That's not what it means to be my people. And this psalm, for me, and I, and I think this psalm should make us think about the affection of our heart in the, in the action of our life. Because the truth is, guys, like genuine thankfulness, the, the thing that God wants from us is an act of, of our heart's affections, not an, an act of, of our lips' muscles, right? But thankfulness is, is not just something that is to be willed, but it's really something that is awakened in us. That thankfulness is really just kind of a, a reflex of our heart. And it happens to us, and it happens to us as we become aware of God's goodness towards us. And as this psalm shares this, it, it teaches us that each one of us is to offer to God the sacrifice of thanksgiving. And a, and a sacrifice is, is just something into which we, we put effort, and it costs us. And as I spent time in this today, I, I was thinking about this idea of a, a sacrifice of, of thanksgiving. And, and I mean, have you, have you asked yourself why the Bible kind of stresses Thanksgiving so much? I mean, because if you, if you read both the Old and the New Testament, I mean, you, it's clear to see the, the emphasis above many things that God wants thankfulness, that this is a mark of, of his people, like this, this idea of, of having a sacrifice of Thanksgiving. I mean, the Apostle Paul says in 1 Thessalonians 5.18 to give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Now, the question is, is like, why is this? Why such an emphasis on thankfulness in the Bible? And, and here's what I think. I think it's because thanksgiving only comes as a result of having received something. That you, we don't give thanks until we've received something that comes from someone else. And so if you think about it, that means that thanksgiving is really just the proper expression of Christianity because Christianity is receiving something constantly from God. That everything good in our life is, is God giving it to us. And the greatest thing that we've received is what verses 15 and 23 point out to us is deliverance and salvation. That this is what Jesus gives to us through faith among so many other things. And, and really, this should be enough. Like, as I was thinking about this today, like, this should be enough for me, for the Christian, to give thanksgiving to God. But the truth is, you know, God has, has given us, like, abundantly, like, so many things throughout our lives that we sometimes just take and enjoy and almost view it as though we deserve it. But the truth is, is that every good thing in our life, every good thing, is a gift from above that we have Jesus, we have salvation, but every ounce of goodness in our life is a gift that we receive from God, our, our loving Father. And so if we wanna be the type of people that God made us to be, ones who love him and live for him, not out of religious obligation, but gospel affection, 
We need to discipline ourselves to remember all that we have been given and then allow that to well up into a sacrifice of thanksgiving where we glorify God for his goodness to us. This is what Psalm 50 made me think about. It's not about the the sacrificial system and the religious duties that we can get swept up into and, and just all of these different things, but it's really going back to the goodness of God, which will lead to us giving a sacrifice of thanksgiving. And so I'm just going to stop talking right now, all right? And what I want you to do is, I just want you to sit in silence right now and just think and bring to mind all the goodness in your life, all the ways that God has provided, all the ways that God has shown you mercy, all the ways that God has given to you. And I just want you to think about that right now. So God, you are a a great gift giver. You're a good father. If I sit here and just even just for a minute, just think about the goodness that I've experienced in my life that has come from you from above. There is a sense of thankfulness that I, I do begin to sense what it means to have a sacrifice of thanksgiving. And so God, I, I pray that you would just help me to be the type of person that this psalm is calling me to be the one who walks with you not just faithfully but in remembrance of all that you've given me deliverance and salvation and every good thing in my life and that would lead me to give a sacrifice of thanksgiving with my life help me to be that man help us to be that kind of church in jesus name amen